Have you ever felt like your world was kind of spinning out of control and you were losing yourself in the midst of it? Or maybe like you were swimming upstream and everything was just an uphill battle. Sure, of course you have. Everybody has at some point in their lives. Today, I'm going to share with you how I recently turned this around in my own life. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. I'm a wife to a law enforcement officer and mama to three lively littles. I'm a business owner, yoga teacher, health coach, and wellness and life enthusiast. And what I really like doing is connecting others like you with resources that could bring you health, harmony, and happiness on your life journey. These three elements are a result of that inner light that flows naturally through you and brings contentment. They happen when you seek to live mindfully as your best self and tune in to following this inner guidance. May this podcast serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more conscious living. Hey friends, it is good to be back on the podcast. Um, I'm really excited to be back. I have kind of stepped away, as you know, from from doing much podcast work um, and producing episodes for the past six weeks or so. And today I'm kind of going to share with you a little bit more about why I did that and getting back to rediscovering health, harmony, and happiness in my own life. So I am going to get a little bit vulnerable with you today, but I want to educate you on reasons why I did this as well as allow for the space for you to consider in your own life, maybe some things that you could reevaluate to create more health, harmony, and happiness in your own life. While I was taking a break from producing podcasts, though, I was definitely doing some deep self-work, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. So I know when I took a break from the podcast, I put just a little message out there saying that I needed to take some time for my own self-care and to nurture my health and my family. Um, because I was getting to a point that I felt like life was a little bit out of control for me. And quite honestly, I realized that I was not honoring health, harmony, and happiness in my own life. And I needed to take a step back and stop and be able to do that. Um, It was a really, really hard decision for me. I'm super glad to be back because I think that this is my voice and this is what allows me to get into a creative um, spirit and to be able to share that. It kind of feels like I um, I get my power back when I when I get to have this this voice and this fun time to explore life with others and and interview others and get to share my own experiences. So thank you so much for being here and for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm, like I said, I'm super glad to be back. I realized that I felt like my life was just a bit out of control. And I realized that if I was to be sharing health, harmony, and happiness and that message with all of you and with my students and um, other people who came into the studio, I needed to honor that in my own life as well. And I wasn't doing that. 
I was spending far too much time worrying and and stressing about work and and minor work tasks that probably didn't need to take that much of my energy. Um, obviously, the holidays were were upon us, and so there was all of that um, stuff that comes along with that, with planning for the holidays, with uh, doing and preparing and getting ready for that. And I, I found that I really was not embodying health, harmony, and happiness in my own life. So I the best decision was to set my pride aside, set my ego aside, and that's a hard thing to do. And you may have an instance in your own life where this resonates with you too. You've been doing something, you enjoy it, but it's too much. Um, you have to face yourself there. You have to face your ego and your pride and sometimes admit to yourself that, oh, I, ca- I can't do it all and I need to step away from something that is going to help me elevate myself to a higher level, to raise the vibrational energy of who you are so that you can more positively impact those around you. And that's what I was discovering in my own self, that things were weighing me down and were getting me down. And I was super tired all the time. That's an indicator. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But um, I was paying attention to some of these signs and these indicators that life wasn't going as easily or with the flow as much as I had hoped it would or as much as I wanted it to, I guess. I made the conscious decision to take a break from the podcast and basically allow myself the time to take an inventory of the health, harmony, and happiness in my life and what that meant to me again. Revisit it. Um, I knew uh, some time ago what it meant to me, but what did it look like right now? Now that we had added a family member to our family and some things had changed with our business and my husband's work, some things had changed, I just needed to reevaluate and I just needed to reassess um, what health, harmony, and happiness was and remind myself what that was in my life as well. So that's what I did. And I so very much appreciate you all holding the space for me to take the time to do that. Um, and I'm glad that you're back and I'm glad to be back. So let's get into looking at what does health, harmony, and happiness actually mean? You know, I ask that to every guest. What does health, harmony, and happiness look like to you? Or how does whatever you're doing cultivate health, harmony, and happiness in your life? And that can be a big question, or it can be just a spur-of-the-moment answer, whatever's on the top of your head kind of question. But usually it's pretty thought-provoking. So let's dig into it a little bit today. When you take an inventory of what that looks like in your own life, are you hitting all of those elements? Are they coming together and creating this beautiful whole self and whole life that you want to create for you and your family? So health, I kind of take that as feeling your best, thriving. You have created the optimal blueprint of the best version of you. You know, if you were to, to draw up blueprints, what would that look like? What would it look like if you absolutely could be in your best health of all time? It may not be possible in every situation, but it's something to put in your mind as that's what you're seeking. That's what you're trying to create and trying to cultivate wherever you are in life. And then we look at harmony. 
And what does harmony mean? What does it look like? It means that things are coming together. They're, they're working together for your good, right? So flowing with all of the elements of life. Maybe you're eliminating things that are disrupting your flow or aren't in agreement with creating a consistent whole self. They're not in harmony. They sound just a little bit off, right? That's what it means in music. Um, but what does it look like when things are working together in your life? And then we have the element of happiness. So creating pleasurable experiences or contentment overall. That's what happiness is. Eliminate the elements that don't resonate with creating these good experiences. And maybe it's not completely eliminating things from your life, but maybe it's stepping back from them or stepping away for just a short while. Because inevitably, there are things that are always going to take you away from health, harmony, and happiness. They're always going to try to enter your life and test your limits, right? So if you can create a solid foundation of what health, harmony, and happiness means to you, kind of a baseline of these qualities, then it's definitely helpful. So when you do have to take a step back or reassess how things are going or just hit the pause button for a while on something, then you know, okay, I can go back to this is what I want my life to look like and this is what I, how I want it to feel. Not even necessarily what you want it to look like, but how you want it to feel and how you want your interactions with your family, with your friends, with your community to feel. And if something isn't right there, then that's a good indicator that maybe you need to take a little bit of a break. Do a health, harmony, and happiness inventory in your life, if you will. I have a little process on how I went about doing this, but you can kind of do it however you want and whatever makes sense to you. But if you haven't ever done this before and if you haven't considered doing it, do it. And from those answers that come to you when you're doing this little bit of an inventory in your life, you may realize that there's some bigger themes or bigger issues that you want to work through. Perhaps it's anxiety. Perhaps it's um, ego. I mentioned that before. Perhaps it's fear. Fear is an underlying belief that gets us with so many other elements. So many other things are disguised as fear at the root. So just doing this simple check in with yourself on your own personal health, harmony, and happiness might help you become aware of some of those things that you want to get rid of in your life, um, like fear, like pride, ego, whatever it may be. But it's not usually just as simple as saying, okay, now I've identified this, it's gone. That's just going to prompt you to begin to do the deeper self-work to address those um, negative qualities or things that maybe are not serving you to your best self or to your optimal self. And doing an assessment like this could also just be the nudge you need to get rid of some of the surface level commitments that you have for yourself, whether it's setting your expectations too high. I tend to do that. Um, expectations of myself, rather or being overcommitted to being a part of a group or helping with something, um, taking on other roles. Hold space for yourself to create the life that you want. And sometimes that means saying no to commitments so that you can cultivate more health, 
harmony, and happiness in your life. There's also another element that prompted me to take a break from the podcast, to do this inventory on my life, and it has to do with my health. It is really not a major thing, but it was affecting me physically so much that I needed to readdress my own self-care and just take a break so that, again, that health component could be a little bit higher of a priority in my life. So I have what's known as postpartum thyroiditis. And your thyroid, for those of you who may not know, is the gland that makes hormones that help your body use energy and stay warm and keep your organs like your brain, heart, and muscles functioning as they need to be. So it's kind of an important organ. Um, And it, as it produces these hormones, it keeps your body kind of at this homeostasis. But if you're hypothyroid, your thyroid gland is not producing enough of those hormones. It's underactive. And if you're hyperthyroid, it's producing too many of the hormones. So things just kind of go out of whack. And obviously then you may have symptoms like you're not losing weight or you're losing too much weight or you're losing your hair, your skin is dry. Lots of different things come into play that are indicators that maybe your thyroid may not be functioning at its top level. Um, So postpartum thyroiditis involves an inflammation of the thyroid gland. After Huck, my first child, was born, I noticed that you could actually see my thyroid gland. You're not necessarily supposed to see your thyroid gland, folks. It's in your neck, and it looks like a little butterfly-shaped gland, and it's hidden, Unless, of course, there's something wrong with it. Well, um, about five months after I had Huck, this was six years ago, I discovered that you could see my thyroid gland from across the room. So I knew something wasn't right. I was tested. Turns out I was hypothyroid. So my thyroid gland was underactive. And it also was um, indicated as being Hashimoto's, which is another sort of thyroid dysfunction disorder that you you could potentially have. So basically my body was attacking the thyroid gland and attacking itself. It's an autoimmune disease. Hashimoto's is. So we closely monitored that. And within like six months, my endocrinologist said, let's try going off of the thyroid medication and seeing what happens because it was so closely tied to having a baby and and being in that postpartum stage. So I did, and I haven't had thyroid issues ever since, and I'm, I'm checked regularly. And when I had my second child, again, we monitored my thyroid very closely and regularly and didn't have any issues with it. So now third baby comes along in August. I get checked at my six-week appointment, and... My thyroid levels are really, really out of whack. I'm pretty sure I'm quoting one or more doctors when I say they're really out of whack. I know that's a highly medical term, but that's what I heard. Uh, So at six weeks, 
my thyroid was super hyper. Um, so I was really producing a lot more hormones than I needed to be. So what I was experiencing was um, really rapid rate, weight loss, anxiety like no other. And I didn't really, I didn't really pinpoint this because again, it's postpartum. I'm tired. I'm naturally a worrier. I've had anxiety issues in the past, as you all know. Um, and it was a newborn So there was just stuff going on that I was kind of worried about. But I also think that that was managed a little bit because I was off work and I was really just nourishing that first 40 days of life with my baby to be only centered around our family. We did this 40-day celebration where we kind of kept her to ourselves and and to a few others um, before introducing her to the world. So that, I think, helped with the anxiety part. Um, but also the feeling warm. I was having hot flashes, which I thought was really weird. But again, I thought maybe it's just a postpartum thing. I don't remember it with my other kids, but maybe it was. So feeling really warm. Um, and then I was experiencing occasionally this really, um, like I felt like I my, my body was shaking. It was moving so fast or pulsing so fast. Well, rapid heart rate is one of the the symptoms of an overactive thyroid gland. So we just decided we would monitor that. There's not a medication that my doctor was going to put me on to, to take care of that because it was so new and so fresh from being postpartum. So just thought, well, let's monitor it. We know what your body has done in the past. Well, right about the time when I'm feeling like my world is spinning out of control and I've just got too much on my plate and the holidays are coming up, I go in three months after having my thyroid initially checked to have it checked again. And sure enough, again, thyroid numbers way, way out of whack, but this time in the opposite direction. So I was super hypothyroid. So my thyroid was really underactive now. They retested it again also for for those other disorders like Hashimoto's and thyroiditis, and it tested positive for those. So basically my body again was trying to attack itself is. So right away I got started on a synthetic hormone to to hopefully normalize that. What happens with hypothyroidism is weight gain, check. I felt like I was gaining weight. Fatigue, check. I hadn't been as tired as I was leading up to the holidays and leading up to me taking my podcast break um, since I was pregnant. So those thoughts were going through my head like, oh my goodness, am I pregnant again? What's going on with me? I'm so tired. I can't stay awake by three o'clock in the afternoon. But on the other hand, I get up at four in the morning. So these are all the stories that I was telling myself in my head, like, oh, it's okay. You get up really early and you're just not getting enough sleep right now. Not the case. It was actually a hormonal imbalance. Um, Depression is another, another symptom of hypothyroidism. So that disconnecting, that feeling disconnected, um, not wanting to do anything. I was experiencing a little bit of that, not much, but again, I was kind of chalking it up to, I'm just tired and I don't really want to do much of anything. Uh, another symptom is dry skin. Definitely. Um, but this is something that always affects me. So I didn't really think or realize that maybe it was my thyroid actually. And then aversion to the cold is another one. And I'm kind of a cold person, um, naturally in the winter, especially, and we're in Iowa and it's winter. So I was already cold and I didn't really think that I was any 
colder than normal, but I'm in hindsight, I probably was. So some of these things already resemble or mimic postpartum symptoms. And, and so we don't always think about that hormones do play a role in all of these other things. So the break from the podcast actually came at an opportune time because it was also a time that I was, again, discovering that my thyroid was having issues and starting treatment for that. So once I did that, within two weeks, I kind of started to feel a little bit better. Um, But there are still times when I can tell I or I question whether or not I'm taking enough of that synthetic hormone um, because I still do get tired and I still have some of these symptoms. But like anything with your body, unless you are completely regimented with it, and I I am pretty much because I get up at the same time every day um, with taking that medication, things fluctuate and things change. So um, so there's bound to be be some of those disruptions. But nonetheless, that is part of my health. And, and that's what I, one of the elements that was impacting that part of the health, harmony, and happiness qualities that I'm hoping to cultivate and create in my own life. All that being said, these are just things that I want you to consider in your life as far as how maybe your health could be slightly off or, or what you're doing for your health, whether you're getting enough exercise. Um, exercise can be as little as walking out your front door and going for a walk for 15, 20 minutes. Just get a little bit of, of exercise and get moving. Maybe it's your yoga practice. Um, whatever it may be, address health and what that looks like to you. There's so much that goes into health. It's so broad that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because you know yourself what has worked for you in the past and maybe what hasn't worked and what isn't working and how to, how to begin to change that. And if you don't reach out to me, I'd love to be able to help you with that. Harmony. What does that look like for you? How are things working together and coming together in your life to create happiness or contentment. You don't have to be happy and joyful all the time, but you do need to find a contentedness that means, okay, you know what? This isn't exactly what I want it to look like right now, but I can live with it and I'm happy with it. I want to be here, but right now I'm content with being where I am. And timing is everything, you guys. Sometimes things don't work out and we're disappointed about it, but timing is everything. It all comes back around and if it's meant to be in your life, it will be in your life. So seek to create those elements. Do a health, harmony, and happiness inventory of your own life and see what comes up. See what you find. Cheers to creating more health, harmony, and happiness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, Help us grow this podcast by sharing it with even just one other person. And it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment of your time to write a review. Your comments and feedback are what help me continue to bring you topics and guests that can help you and others on their journey in creating health, harmony, and happiness. Remember to head on over to cairnyogawellness.com 
to get the show notes and links from today's episode. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Karen Yoga Wellness. And to continue connecting with more resources that could help you enhance health, harmony, and happiness in your own life, subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again for listening.